This is episode number 148 with Julianne Huff. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. everyone to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. We've got a very, very special guest. Her name is Julianne Huff. And we were introduced by mutual friends. And I was so excited to get her on one because I wanted to learn about how she became so successful in her career. Here's a woman who is a dancer, a singer, songwriter and an actress. She's a two time professional champion of ABC's Dancing with the Stars. She was nominated for a creative Arts Primetime Emmy in 2007 for her choreography in season five of the show. And she had her first leading acting role in the 2011 film remake of Footloose. Uh, And now she's a permanent judge on Dancing with the Stars uh, currently. And she's just been super successful. And I wanted to learn how she became so successful, her mindset, her daily practices, her rituals, her habits, Uh, her practices of gratitude, which I think you'll find very interesting. But I also, for selfish reasons, a lot of you know I'm a big salsa dancer, and I wanted to see if I could keep up. You know, she's this big-time champion. I wanted to see if I could keep up, if this tall white boy had any moves at all. So if you're interested, make sure to check out the show notes at lewishouse.com slash 148, and we've got a little video of me and Julianne doing some salsa dancing the first time meeting. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Make sure to check out all the show notes back at lewishouse.com slash 148. But without further ado, let me introduce you to the one and only Julianne Huff. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Your spring is about to get a lot more powerful with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power for mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Starting at just $89, mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge, trimming power with up to two hours of runtime, and blower power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force, all on one interchangeable battery. Get the cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 plus system only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. So many of us love coffee, like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home, or in my team's case, in the office, and it's a game changer. I was just chatting with a teammate of mine about our love for the occasional sweet treat coffee. Sometimes, it's just the thing you need as a pick-me-up on a busy day and we just stocked our office fridge with international delight cold foam creamer and it never misses the team's favorite flavor so far is the caramel macchiato you just shake the canister and spray it into your coffee and voila you've got an incredible cold foam coffee no frothing fancy machines or mess required international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom the best part it works on both hot and iced coffee it comes in three foaming delicious flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at your grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. So welcome to the School of Greatness podcast. Julian Huff, good to see you. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so pumped that we're going to salsa dance afterwards and hopefully get this on film 
because I just had so much fun dancing with you. I know, that was so fun. I literally, because I told you, like I do choreograph stuff or I yeah. try to teach people, but like the way that you just could lead me, that's like the greatest gift for a girl. Oh, really? It's like when a guy can just lead you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because you've never really gone out into a club and just been like, let's no. do this, like non-choreographed, yeah. just improv, right? No, yeah. I mean like, hey, when I'm when I'm out and I'm having a good time, like I'll just dance, but I usually dance by myself. Really? <laughs> you just do your own little choreo choreography, yeah. yeah. Very cool. So yeah, I'd love to go. All right, well, we'll, we'll record afterwards and then maybe I'll take you out in LA sometime. Get you and your boyfriend to come yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm excited to meet you and talk with you and uh, yeah. your energy is just so magnetic. And oh, I know thanks. why people love you <laughs> because of your smile and your energy and your passion. And it comes across in all of your dancing, your singing, and your acting. So I just want to say thanks for the way you show up in the world because it's really powerful. Thank you. And that, it's, and that's a lot of fun. That really means a lot because I feel like that's that's something that I kind of learned I think over the years that I think that that's I think that's something that I that I want to give to the world. Yeah. Like I want to I want to be a light and I want to be like a light of love and joy to give to the world and inspire others and yeah. so thanks. Well you're doing it. <laughs> so I want to start off with gratitude. I'm, I'm big yes. on gratitude in my life and I live it constantly. So I want to ask you what are you most grateful for recently in your life? Most most recently? Wow. Um, I'm grateful. Uh, gratitude is a huge one for me yeah. also. So I mean the thing that I'm most grateful for at this moment um, and I know that it's cliche to say my family, but that's what I'm really, really grateful for right now. That's so, cool. Yeah. yeah. And you're the youngest, right? I'm the baby. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I love the babies. And there's, is there five of you or four of you? There's five. Yeah, there's four of us. Okay. Very cool. Um, but I want to talk about how it, this all began. Because yeah. you're, you're you know, movie star, you're a celebrity, yeah. you're dancing with the stars, you're now a judge singer, lots of different things happening, but how did it all begin? Was it all starting out with dance or were you actually singing and acting before then as well? Yeah, um, when, I was, when I was a kid, my oldest sister, Shari, she was a ballet dancer. So we kind of were just dragged along, you know? And like <laughs> sure. my, my brother wanted to play sports, but he had to dance, so. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, we started dancing, but then we would be in plays all the time yeah. where we were acting and singing and I was always the youngest, so I wasn't technically allowed to be in any of the classes because it was, you know, I was too young, but I would come home and I would know all the lyrics, I would know the dance moves, and like, yeah, I, I would go and watch, and I, I'm very visual. Gotcha. So. so you would just go and watch in the corner yeah. and just pretty much do the moves in your, in Completely. your, in your mind yeah. and <laughs> come back and know it. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so you're like an understudy. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but I am. I'm very visual. Like, you, wow. like I would always say in school, I was not very. I wasn't my best in school because it was all a lot of like, like audio or like I had to yeah. see it like or write it down. And like for me, it's it's, it's show me how it's done and I can do it. But. I was exact. That's, that's funny because I had a second grade reading level when I was in eighth grade. Oh, really? And I just couldn't learn yeah. in school. Like books were just so challenging for me to understand and comprehend. Yeah, me too. But sports, I was like, let's be moving and active, and I could totally. pick it up. You know? That's to that's me right? for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank God for sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I dance. Agree. Well, hey, dancing is a sport. In my it opinion, is. So, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so you got into it early, but you were living in the states, and then you moved to. London to start kind of training more full-time, right? Yeah, so we were at the studio in, in Utah and um, my brother and I were there and we were kind of... How old were you, sorry? I was like eight years old okay, wow. and from like eight to ten I was really I was really into it and I loved it so much and we had our dance coaches from England, they would come to, to Utah at our studio and they would teach like once, once, a, once every like three months. Like a workshop? A workshop yeah. and we'd be with all these adults and my brother and I'd be like eight nine you know years old and we'd be the first ones to raise our hands and we'd be in the front sure. row and like we were so passionate about it and and then yeah and then like my parents were going through a divorce at the time so mm -hmm. it was kind of a good way to kind of get us out of the house for a little bit right. and like have us go have this amazing experience while they're figuring out their stuff. So uh -huh. we decided that um, we were going to go to London, live with our dance coaches. Wow. And, and how we were, were you when you I was 10. 10. My brother was 13. So you started when you were eight. Yeah. And two years later, you moved to London mm -hmm. with your dance coaches. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so, and I was doing ballroom <clears throat> dancing, tap, jazz, hip hop, whatever. Um, but the ballroom and the Latin wasn't as uh, refined. Uh -huh. I was just, I guess, gifted in that but yeah. I but I wasn't I didn't really have the technique yeah 
And so when we went to England, um, it was pretty cool because I was 10 years old. I moved there and I was like, wait, I thought there were going to be horse-drawn carriages <laughs> and like big dresses and little sure. guys with spectacles. And, like, it was like dark and dreary and, and yeah. bad food. And, and like, it was ah. like people were wearing normal clothes yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, <laughs> I it was going to be like Dickens or something. Right, right, right. Um, but anyway, so I got there and um, yeah, I was like the youngest and, and I just, it was intensive because I was competing against older it was like Kids. professionals, right? It, yeah, professional. Or semi-professional. Yeah, semi-professional, but they were all older than me, and so I would watch the girls, and I would just, I would try to pick up everything that I could from these like really mature, you know, sixteen-year-olds at ten, wow. and then like twenty-year-olds, and like, you know, and I would pick it up, and it was, it was intensive. But I always say like, if you're the best in your class, then go to another class, mm. because like that's not going to teach you. That's just going to kind of keep you there. So. Mm. Um, so yeah, so it was really intensive, but it was awesome. I really like that because you know I'm always looking to increase my circle of influence and yeah. surround myself with people in business at a different level than me, not mm -hmm. at my level, but really expand myself. Completely. So it sounds like the same thing, and mm -hmm. you know, and also in sports, we were always trying to play against the varsity guys and yeah. and you know, yeah. just to get better. That's Completely. cool. So how long were you there for? I was supposed to stay for three months, and I ended up staying for five years. Wow. Um, yeah, so till I was fifteen. Okay. And it was, it was a really amazing experience because it taught me like to come out of my bubble, which was in Utah, which is a very, you know, very conservative community. And then I would go to England and it was just like the complete opposite. <laughs> right. And anyway, so we, we went there and, um, and like I grew up really, really fast. And I think I was more mature at 15 than I am now because <laughs> You're like a kid now. I'm a kid now. Whereas yeah. like I had to really grow up really uh -huh. fast, and I was really responsible, and I and I was always perfect and on time, and yeah. you know like all those things. And now I'm kind of just more laid back and enjoy the moment. And so so anyway, so I came back when I was 15. And I was like, I just want to go to high school. I want to know what it feels like to be a n normal kid. And um, so I went to high school, and after three days, I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> wow. But I had to obviously finish. So <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I graduated when I was 18, and I came out to LA with $2,000. And I told my dad I had five. I don't know why $3,000 made more of a difference, right. but in my mind it did. So yeah, I came out with $2,000 and yeah. So what I'm curious about is at 10 years old, you're thrown into the mix mm -hmm. of like this, you know, ballroom from my understanding is very sensual, very sexual, yeah. very like risque. You have to really be in the moment get and in like get, <laughs> get in the zone. Otherwise, yeah. if you're not convincing, then uh -huh. no one's going to be convinced in you. Completely. If you're not enrolling, then no one's going to be enrolled mm -hmm. in your performance. Yeah. Um, so what were some of those experiences like, you know, when you're 10 to 15, having to be this sexual, sensual woman or perfect, like you said, and like mm -hmm. have curves when you didn't have curves and all these things. Like, oh, yeah. What was that like and what came up for you during that time? Confusing. Okay. That's like the best word that I can <laughs> put for it because it was confusing because even at like seven, eight, nine years old when I was in Utah, I people used to tell me like, she's really sexy and like seven? That, at seven yeah and it's it's weird because I didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong uh -huh. but I I just felt it you know and like I would right. just dance and then of course that was heightened when I went to um, when I went to England because it, professional. It, it was professional level and like we're competing every week and I was performing and competing against people that were older than me and you gotta like, show a lot of skin and like oh yeah and and like that part never really bothered me I don't know why I just I don't know, but the the part that I will always remember is being ten years old, and they had fake boob cups no way. in the dress. In your yeah, and I would like poke them, and Shut they would stay. Up. No <laughs> like, way. They, because I was like flat, like I was ten years old, you know. <laughs> and so it wow. was. It was that same thing of like overly kind of sexualizing like a kid, which. I think there's good and bad to that. I think like it's great for what it is and like it taught me a lot, but at the same time it's confusing when I would have to go and be my 10-year-old little kid self and go to school and like I'd have these long nails on and fake really? tan on and like makeup probably and and, and that was what was kind of sad too is I was like well I look at pictures I'm like I don't think I have any pictures of me without makeup on wow yeah so as a 10 year old it's like a 10 year old cuz I felt like I needed it when I when I was off the dance floor I was like oh I, I was like I have to wear makeup cuz you know like I have to I think it was all always a, like having to please people mm. and like kind of fit in and be accepted 
And so, like, I just, I always wanted, like, the older guys to like me. <laughs> like, well, who, I wanted the older girls yeah. to like me. And, like, you know, it was, it was kind of like I, I needed to be more mature to fit in. When did that so, start um, shifting for you? When did you realize that you didn't need to be that way, that you didn't need to, like... Like, two years ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it took a while so to figure that out. How did it, what came about? How did that come about? Um, I actually went to a Tony Robbins seminar. Yeah. And God, why is he so powerful? He's so great. I know. And like, <laughs> I, and I always say that to people. I'm like, look, it, I know it sounds crazy because I'm I'm like such a believer of Tony Robbins, yeah. but like, it's because he knows how to like communicate with people yeah. and knows how no like really knows how to connect with people and like what they go through. So I mean, it could be me, it could be my dog, it could be you teaching the seminar, or whatever. Yeah. But like, he just has a really yeah, yeah. great way to get it to connect with you so anyway um, so I went to the seminar and I didn't really even want to go um, my I was like in my single year I was like <laughs> having a lot of fun but it's kind five of, full days yeah, right? yeah. it's six, six yeah full days, six full days like nine to midnight like 15 hour days and yeah. like anyway so my brother actually asked me to go and like all my sisters and my mom went and I was like okay well I know it's really important to you so I'll go for like two days uh, yeah, yeah, I'll check and, it then out. I, and then I'll go home <laughs> it's like first day I was like oh my gosh <laughs> I was like I, this is exactly what I need so I ended up staying for the whole time and it was like you didn't even want to go to the bathroom or eat or anything because you wanted to like not miss anything so well he doesn't go to the bathroom no I know <laughs> or he's, he's there on stage the whole, that's almost the most impressive thing is watching him it is. not leave the stage for 15 hours it is it is but but that's where like um yeah, that's where my whole everything changed. What opened up for you during that week? Clarity and awareness of things that I did and, mm. and, and the kind of person that I was being without even knowing it. And what was that type of person? I was, I was doing everything with the, like the purpose and the meaning behind it that like all I want is love and acceptance and like mm. I want to feel significant to, peop to people and important and I want, you know, I want to feel all these things like I want to feel successful and I want to do this and I want to do that but at the end of the day like I was doing it for everybody else to get mm. and so like I needed everybody else to fulfill me mm. and I was I was thinking about it and part of the seminar helped me but like um, I was thinking about like why I wanted to be an entertainer when I was a kid and like why I wanted to be an entertainer now and the meaning was so different what was it when you were a kid? When I was now? a kid, I was like, it's so much fun. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is so fun. And like, people are laughing and like, we're just having a good time and we're being creative. And then like, as I got older, I realized it was like, I wasn't having fun anymore. Huh. I was just trying to get the next thing and like what the next part of my career was going to do for my career and the success of that. And like being the most important person and like all those things where I knew underneath, I still loved to do everything that I did, but I was doing it for a different reason. A lot more pressure, it seems like. Oh my gosh, and I never felt successful in anything that I really? did, and I was never good enough, and like wow. all these different things, and, and people would find that hard to believe, and I'd be like, well, yeah, but I'm not there yet. And they're like, but look at what you've done. And I'd be like, yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's enough. not enough. So how would you feel when you would, <clears throat> you know, you won Dancing with the Stars a number of times, yeah. or you, come out with a new record. How would you feel when you released something or you won something or you checked it yeah. off the list or the, the movie came out? How would you feel? What's next? Mm. Yeah. So it was never Always. like appreciating the moment, never. like being yeah. grateful for this and excited. It was yeah. like, this isn't enough. Yeah. What's next? Wow. Well, I mean, the you know, when I went Dancing with the Stars, trust me, I was on a high. I was like, <laughs> ah, yes! Two but days then, later, you were like, okay, what? Well, a day one. later, I, I was like, one. okay, what's next? And like, I have to have my music career and I have to have my, my acting career and I have to have this and that and that. And and when I got through all that and I realized what I was doing it all for and then I kind of came back to my 10 year old self, mm. which was like, let's go have fun yeah. and enjoy it and like have a good time. <laughs> I ended up feeling like the most successful person. Wow. And like, I was like, wow, look, look at everything that I've done. And like, I'm so proud of myself. And yeah. like, and I think that's really hard for people to say because 
you know, like, oh, it's man. hard to it's say really that you're proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. And one, because you're like afraid of what people are gonna think. Are they gonna think that I'm cocky? And it's like, screw everybody else what yeah. they think of me. I'm like, am I proud of myself? Yeah, I'm proud of myself. That's good. So, yeah. And, I like it. and everything is just better now. Like, mm. and, and I find that I'm, I'm getting more things that are just coming in. And it's that kind of energy where you're just, you're just being and you're just living and you're just, you're just enjoying things, and and then you find that you're you're attracting more things that yeah. come your way, and and more success or whatever, however you define it. But yeah, life is just great right now. Amazing! <laughs> I'm excited for you. Yeah. But it comes across that way too. It doesn't seem yeah. like you're stressed or you have any weight on your shoulders. Yeah. You're just like, let's have fun. Well, yeah, and I would notice that a lot. I'd be like. <gasps> And I'd always really? take deep breaths, like oh, I'm overwhelmed, and like I need, I need to do this, and like why am I not that person? That's that, mm. per, you know, like I'm. I would compare myself to people all the time, like wow. why am I not there and they're there? Like I'm doing what I can, and I'm trying so hard, and I'm like, that's the You're point. Trying. I'm trying so hard. Just be. Yeah, just be, and wow. like being authentic and real, and like I know it's easy to say that, but when you can find it and you feel that feeling, you don't ever want that feeling to go away. Yeah. Like that's almost like the addiction now for me is like, it's not the like, it's not that I've lost my drive, but like, it's the, like I used to hate. Sorry, I'm all tangenty You're right good. now. Do it. And my, go I'm on like it. all over the place. Go on but it. it's like I used to hate feeling satisfied. Mm. I used to like. I, I used to say wow. that if I ever felt like I was, you know, content, that was the worst thing in the world. And so then I would, I like last year, I started feeling content and I was like, oh, does that mean my drive's gone? Your hustle's gone, your drive. Yeah, my hustle and like, you know, cause I used a lot of like the negativity that has happened in my life to prove myself, mm -hmm. to show what I've gone through. And I got rid of that. So I was like, is my drive gone? Like, do I not have like, the same? I just want to relax on the weekends. Yeah. And what I realized was that, like, it didn't go away. It actually just made me more calm and peaceful so that I was more able mm. to go and be really passionate about the things that I loved when I needed to do that. And then I could turn off. You know what feels good? Winning. And not just in sports. Like when your coffee's still warm once you reach your job site. Or when you finish a project days before the deadline and coming in under budget. That's claiming victory. You can even claim victory on your taxes by losing your current tax preparer and switching to H&R Block. And once you do, you'll start to feel like a tax champion. Because at Block, you'll have many ways to get your taxes done. You can walk in, make an appointment, or drop off your documents at a time that's convenient for you. You'll get 100% percent accuracy on your max refund or your money back. Plus, with their upfront transparent pricing, you'll know the price of your tax prep before you even get started. So make room on that trophy shelf and prepare to tax like a champion this tax season at H&R Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. Disclaimer, all tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Description of benefits and details at hrblock.com guarantees. My career not only requires me to travel, but also gives me the freedom to. Traveling has brought me so many positive experiences and memories. Like that time I spent the holidays at an Airbnb in Big Bear with some of my extended family, and it was the perfect way to come together and connect with my family that I don't see that often. If you have a similar setup that allows you to travel often, have you ever thought about your empty home while you're gone? More specifically, how you can make some extra money by keeping your home occupied while you're out of town. I'm a big advocate for setting up a side hustle to give Give you an extra stream of income and Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start. Many people host on Airbnb, including some friends of mine, but there are some people out there who've never even realized their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you've got yourself an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print or bills that seem to go up for no dang reason? Like when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying even more than you would have elsewhere? At Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. 
When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada yada yada. At Metro by T-Mobile. Nada yada yada. I feel like you're more in the flow every day now or with, uh, you know, your work or your... Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I yeah. mean, I still have my moments where I'm like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I mean, you know, I, I do. I remind myself how yeah. grateful I am yeah. that, you know, I, I get to do what I do. Yeah, that's you know? awesome. So... Sorry, that was major tangent. No, it's perfect. But <laughs> That's what everyone needs to hear, though. Yeah. And what would you actually say to someone, whether they're a busy entrepreneur or yeah. they got a family and they feel like they want to make more money and they just feel like they have yeah. so much going on and they're never in the zone, they're constantly stressed, what, would you, what advice would you give to them? I would say find some rituals that you mm. do. To, to calm you down and put you in a what Tony likes to say is a peak state yeah, you know course. like um, what are your so rituals my rituals are in the morning like I I breathe and I and I and I think about the things that I'm grateful for uh -huh. and I think about what I want to do that day and I think about how how I can not what I'm gonna do but how mm. how I'm gonna be mm. to how I'm gonna be in, so in that day yeah and and what are the things that come up often for you what are those ways of being kindness for sure yeah. I mean kind being kind I, I think there's a lot of anti-bullying and that's yeah. a, that's an anti thing and I'm like well the only like cure for that is by doing something so yeah. instead of being anti-bullying before kindness. before kindness yeah. so you know for me it's always about what can I do to 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 inspire like yeah. and, and to love and like to just yeah so that's I don't know cool. that's I, I want to now be remembered for who I am as a person rather than what I've accomplished and it and then what I've accomplished is great because then it will be a platform to be that person yeah. you know and like help so that's cool yeah. what other rituals throughout the day or maybe at night do you do something before bed or music is really important <clears throat> to me because it gets me in a great mood yeah. and so when I'm the singing or yeah when I'm singing <laughs> or I'm, I'm like moving around and I feel great like just life is wonderful I, I, I make sure I kiss my dogs every day and like we play the girls and the girls <laughs> Lexi and Harley <laughs> um, and and I think for me too I, I try to listen I think mm. a lot of the times I um, in the past for sure and, and it still catches up with me but I I just um, I kind of just go on L my day listen to what listen to yourself listen, or listen to, to others listen, listen to, to people like a conversation like I think that sometimes I just am waiting for like the end of the conversation really yeah I mean, now or you used to be like that I used to be like that and sometimes that creeps in why do you wait to the end because I'm always, again, trying to, what's, what's next, next, what's next. And so, you so fully present. Yeah, and so I now try to, like, wow. listen and, like, and and understand, try to understand mm. people. So, I don't know. So, my rituals are kind of, like, again, the morning I breathe, I think about the things that I'm grateful for. I, um, I listen to music and get in a good place. Yeah. And then, and then before I go to bed, I don't know, I do the same kind of thing, like, think yeah. about what I'm grateful for and... Yeah. How important so. is um, learning new skills and constantly improving your mind uh, for you? Are you, are you? are you going to more workshops or reading or listening to podcasts or? Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's kind of addicting when you mm. feel this good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a high. <laughs> it is a high. Yeah. And so it's, it's really fun because I feel like your community of friends, it actually shrinks first. Mm and then it grows mm. and it's really cool because you find that you have the same interest in, and talking about this kind of stuff is really fun and then yeah. you're like let's let's go to a seminar together <laughs> and like let's you know let's read this book together yeah, you yeah. know and so yeah i'm i'm always trying to constantly fuel that i think kind of what we were saying about like school like it didn't mm. compute like I, I didn't connect to it and so i didn't understand it whereas like life stuff like this. I'm like, this is what they need to be teaching in school. Right. I'm like, and I connect to this. So sure, like, yeah. I feel really smart. That's <laughs> you know, whereas like in school, like it didn't connect with me, whereas this really connects with me. And yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm always trying to try to, I don't know, find ways to be better, but not even be better to, to again, like prove myself, but yeah. to be better because it just feels better to, to sure. grow and always feel like you're, um, yeah, I always feel like you're growing and learning. And yeah. 
Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I, I'm a big believer in mastering your body and yeah. having great health. Mm -hmm. um, how important is it for you to constantly be on top of your health game physically? Obviously, I think I know the answer because of what you do, but I think actually I think you're wrong. Because really? <laughs> like I wish that I was more conscious of my health. And I think that I think maybe I put a lot of pressure on myself because of the health thing because I feel like that's what I should be. And so maybe everyone's I'm, always looking at you or judging you or pictures or whatever. Yeah. And so I feel like I have a lot of pressure to show uh. that I'm healthy and and I think that's one thing that I'm actually figuring out right now because oh. yeah because I think tell me more about this okay so I dance because I have fun yes and it makes my body better yeah but I don't do it for that reason really I do it for for the fun of it and working out I would always do for vanity and to, um, look, good. to look good which is a great thing you sure. want to look good right yeah, yeah. but what I realized was that I was doing it all for vanity. And so now... Not to be healthy, you mean? Or not, not to, to like be healthy. improve your... No, something. but I would feel great when I would do it. So then I would get confused. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And I realized that it was for all for vanity. Uh. And like, so now I'm trying to figure out, okay, how can I, how can I work out and, and eat right and do it? But because I, I want to do it for health and not for vanity. And so... Yeah. I know it's, it's, it's the, really challenging. The world you're in and like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm still figuring that out. Because huh. by the way, I'm never gonna not do it for vanity. Also, of but course. like, you know, I I want to do it for the right reason, right. and I want to be healthy when I have kids, and like, sure. you know, and yeah. How many kids do you want to so, have? I want to have four. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was quick to answer, right? <laughs> That's correct. You you knew that since you were like seven years old. You're like, I'm gonna have yeah, four kids. I'm gonna here. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm a planner. Why, why, yeah. <laughs> why four? Why three or four? Um, I had a big family, yeah. and I couldn't imagine my life without my siblings. Yeah, and they're my best friends. And yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what is it about? What is something about you that most people don't know that that would surprise them if they knew? Um. You know, I think that. Like I love doing this interview because I'm being so real and so honest. Yeah, where I appreciate I, you. Yeah, of course. Well, and and I like that. Whereas I think a lot of people, and I think in the past I've always been kind of, I know what to say and and the limit to uh, say and and give your PR team on you like yeah. the talking points. Well, that and also just to be positive and always yeah. happy and 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 not show my weaknesses. And I think that for people. I want them to know that, like, I have insecurities and yeah. I have, you know, moments in my life that I'm not proud of or that I am, you know, striving to be better at. And, and so, like, being in this world, mm. it, it's very, your image is very important to protect because you want to make sure that, you know, you don't show the weaknesses. Yeah. But for me, what I've learned is that like your weaknesses, your vulnerability is what makes you strong. Mm. And to be able to, you know, have somebody relate to you is I think really important for that person mm. because they see us here in this incredible world yeah. that is, it's abnormal. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's not normal, yeah. but yet we're all still normal and real. Yeah. And like, we don't usually show those things. Yeah. So I don't know. I just would say that I'm just human mm. and like, I have my, my moments and yeah. I have my insecurities and I cry <laughs> and, like, yeah. and then like, I'm really weird. Like I More have, ways. I have like these weird moments and Christy will tell you, but like I have these weird moments where I get really like, um, like slap happy where like I get in this like weird mood and uh, I just start doing these like really like operatic voices and I'll give sing. Me one. I'd be like, <laughs> and like it's always when I'm really tired and I'll be like rolling on the floor and like I'm just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so yeah, That's, I don't know. Like I'm not. I like, like weird. Weird's yeah, great. Weird's great. It's great. I love it. So. How often do you feel like you allow yourself to be vulnerable, whether it be in public or in private or? Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm getting better at it for mm. sure. Um, I think that uh, um, 
I never used to be vulnerable. I always used to be a tough cookie and um, you know, look how strong I am. Never let them see you sweat. Never. Like, oh, that's a piece of cake, you know? Wow. Um, because I wanted to prove, again, that I was really strong and that I could do this and I could keep yeah. up and that I was, I was meant to be here with everybody else. Right. Um, whereas now I think that, like, I don't care. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so, like, um, I'm like, I, I'm not searching for people's approval anymore. I mean, yeah. of course, we all are here and there, but, like, that's not my main drive. And so yeah. I think now I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't care. I mean, if they like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't. And um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. So tell me how you divide your time between all these interests you have. Again, you're like a superstar at everything. So how mm -hmm. do you balance it all? Or do, is there no balance? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I'm, I'm working on the balance part because I, I, I feel like I have a lot of great ideas and I'm passionate yeah. about this and oh my gosh, this would be a great TV show idea or <laughs> I, I need to sing or I need to go on tour. And, and yeah. so I would, I would have so many things on my plate that I would never do them all really well. I would like be outstanding at all of them. I would kind of just be okay. And enough so, to make it work. Enough yeah. to make it work. And, and so... Kind of fake your way to be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I kind of... I, in the last couple of years, I'm like, okay, how do I trim the fat, basically? Oh. Like, I need to, I need to prioritize and what makes me happy? What yeah. makes me, what makes me like, like, get super excited? And if there's anything that doesn't make me feel that, I need to get it away. Yeah. And so, um, there's, there was a lot of projects that I had that it, it would just overwhelm me, but I was like, but it's such a good idea, I need to do this. And, and then I was like, but I'm not even that passionate about it. <laughs> you know, but, I, but I'm like, but it could make a lot of money and it could be a success and it could be this mm. and it could be that. And then I'm like, but I'm, I really don't even care about it. Like yeah. I do because I think it could be something, but it's not that I'm like completely all in, all in yeah. on it. So what, what advice would you give someone who does have all these projects going on or has a new idea? Because so many entrepreneurs listen yeah. They always have another idea and they never mm -hmm. fall through with it. Well, and that's, I think that was what was happening with me too. So it is, it's, my advice would be to trim the fat. Like literally get all of the things that you think you have that are important uh -huh. and literally just kind of like go like this and yeah. only put the things that you are super passionate about. Like it's almost like clearing the table mm. and then grabbing the things that you're like, okay, this, this, you really want. this, that is my priority. And then once this is kind of feeling like it's, going, then I can trickle in something it's else. It's got some momentum or you yeah. got a system in place or a team yeah. that's running it. Yeah, but if there's too much, I always feel like nothing's going to get done or right. it's going to be half-assed or it's sure. going to, you know, it's not going to be my full potential of what I know it could have been. Right. You know. So, so what is it you want right now? What are you, what are you, you've done so much, but like what's, what do you want in your life? What I want in my life now is structure, structure uh -huh. and stability. I think that for a long time, and just who I am, I'm all over the place. <laughs> and I that love that yeah. about myself, that I am all like, you know, like, let's just go do this and spontaneity. And sure. But now I'm kind of wanting to be more calm and mm. settled and a little bit more stability. Yeah. So for me, I think the thing that I would really I feel like I'm an entrepreneur. You are. And, of course you um, are. <laughs> and I'm thinking about business ideas mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily me being on camera, mm. um, but that can run itself almost. Producing and, them or... Yeah, yeah, producing or, you know, even I, I have some ideas for my, my brand that my brother and I are you know, creating move. Yeah. And we have some, again, some outside ideas that we want to establish and put into play and, and that won't be me necessarily being there yeah. constantly. Um, having to show up constantly. Yeah, show up and be on camera. So like having a way to, to do that, I think I'm starting to think about now and and think about like when I, because I want to start having kids in like five years, I'm not ready at all, but sure. like in like five years. So like how can I plan and set it up so yeah. that like I can take time off and, of and yet still feel like I'm involved in my business and my work, but I can be here. You don't have to so, show up for it, yeah. So I think that's where my brain is going right now. That's cool. Yeah. What's the dream? The dream is to have fun. Throw <laughs> <laughs> you off guard there. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's true. The dream is to, I, I wanna I wanna have a family. Yeah, yeah. And I wanna I wanna be married, I wanna have a family, I wanna be able to um, I wanna still be able to perform in any manner um, mm -hmm. and 
it can be on a large scale like what I'm doing now, or yeah. it could be something smaller. Uh, it kind of just depends where my life is going, but I, I want to continue to make money because I want to yeah. be able to support my family. Of course. And, um, and I think that that's, it's just fun to find out how, like ways, like, oh, I can make money from this? Being like, entrepreneur this is, great. is so much fun. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's amazing. So I'm always trying to think of fun, cool ideas. Um, but also, I think my purpose has changed a little bit as well as far as instead of receiving and getting a lot of stuff, like how can I give to the mm, world? Wow. And so. That's interesting. Yeah. And it makes, huh. I don't know, it makes life, again, it makes life so much better because, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to let you in on my, my, my mission statement. Let me hear it. So my mission statement is, let me get it in my peak state. <laughs> it is. What's your move? Show me your move. <laughs> my move, it's kind of funny. My brother makes fun of me all Let's the time. It. It's, it goes, yes. So, like jazz hands? Yes. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Jazz hands. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's my move. So, um, so, anyway, so the purpose of my life is to be an infectious light of love and joy, mm. to celebrate the little things, mm. and to inspire others to embrace their true essence. Mm. So, and that last part. Inspire others to be their true essence. To embrace their true essence. To embrace their true essence. Mm -hmm. And like to find that, because I think that I had to find that in the last couple of years. And, and we get so um, caught up in what we need to do and ha what we need to get mm. and all those things that like we forget like the 10 year old self and, and yeah. like why we want to do it. And because yeah. it's fun, right? And exactly. so to inspire somebody else to like break down those like layers of <clears throat> what they've just done to survive it's like let's break those down let's break those yeah, down you yeah. know and i want to be there, that kind of person to help people or or to inspire people that's to cool. like find that part well, i'm glad you shared your mission statement <laughs> i want to share with you mine and i'm going to ask you a question okay. about it. So my mission is to teach 100 million people to show them how to make a full-time living doing what they love wow because i believe if everyone is making a full-time living it doesn't have to be millions mm -hmm. but enough to live and have a good life yeah doing the things that you're most passionate about that's going to cause, uh, you're going to heal yourself so mm -hmm. much from so much pain. Yeah. And disease is going to be gone. Relationships are going to be mm -hmm. better. And people are doing what they love. Yeah. And they feel like what they do is matters. I agree. And making money for what matters. So. I agree. How important is it to be clear on a mission and to have a mission statement like you just said and like I have? Yeah. I think it's really important because I never had one before. Mm -hmm. And I always thought... Like, oh, I want this, I want that, I want that. But I never, didn't know why. I didn't know why. Mm. And then I figured out why. And then I, and I said yes. <laughs> um, and I figured out why. And I, and I, I have direction now. Uh. And I have clarity. And like, what's important is important. What's not important is not important. Wow. And I used to, there, there was no filter before. Everything just kind of blended and mixed. And I didn't, and I, I felt kind of lost. But I was like, I'm not lost. I'm good. I, yeah. I know what I'm doing, but I was lost completely because I'm like, well, yeah, I think I'm supposed to be doing this. I think I, uh, yeah. but having that direction, you you have a you do have a purpose. Yeah. And then every day, it's not a it's not a battle or a or a um, or pressure to live up to it. It just kind of somehow happens mm. because when you believe it and you think it and you say it, like you just end up doing it. Yeah. And it's. Yeah. That's cool. And I think, I mean, when I was like a teenager, I didn't have a mission statement of like yeah. what I'm going to do in my life. I think when you're younger, it's just trying to like figure out how to get to the next grade or yeah, get to college or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like, will a girl like me? You know, can I get a girlfriend? <laughs> that was like my mission, yeah. right? Most so I think, I think where, it depends on where you're at in your life and your mission can evolve and change. Definitely. As the seasons change, as new mm -hmm. relationships, new, new things happen. But I think it's invaluable to have something no matter where you're at. I agree. And That's even cool. if it's something that you don't necessarily believe fully, <clears throat> but you want, I think that's always really good to yeah. even have that because that, again, it, 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 it gives you a reason yeah. and, a, and a purpose and a meaning behind it. Whereas like, like, I, like there were things that I would tell myself that I, I wasn't fully living, but I wanted to be. Mm. And so I would tell those things, tell <clears throat> myself those things. And then I ended up becoming that, yeah. you know? And like, I used to say that like, I remember going in for my Footloose audition and... Did he just give it to you? No, I, get, I went wow. in and auditioned multiple amount of times. Wow. And when I went in, 
I was so insecure and I was so worried that I wasn't going to get this that I could have done that and I would have shown that. Or I went into the bathroom and I was like, I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> I was like, I am so good. I'm so going to get this. I'm awesome. Yeah, like I deserve this. I'm going to do this. I did not believe that at all. Wow. But I just, I told myself you in the mirror, yourself. I tricked myself into thinking it, and I got it. Wow. And like, I've done that a lot in my life. Because yeah. your energy doesn't lie. Yeah. If you show up nervous because you're thinking that constantly, it's going to come across very easily. Yeah, completely. I'm the fucking shit. I am. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and I've done that in like a lot of my auditions wow. or when I'm feeling like, ugh, like then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And, and this is actually pre-Tony. So like, sure. I felt like I kind of did it anyway. You're pumping yourself but, up, yeah. But I would pump myself up and I, I would say things that even though I didn't believe it, like I would wow. just say it. And then, I, and then I, after I would be finished, I'd be like, thank goodness I told myself <laughs> that, you know? Now, do you practice visualization a lot? Do you like visualize what you want and think about it constantly or put it on a wall, like images or any type of well, when I was when I was a kid, mm -hmm. I definitely did. And I had like, by the time I'm 16, I'm gonna do this. By the time I'm 19, I'm gonna do this and this and this. And, yeah. and literally it was like, by the time I'm 19, I wanna be a singer. And I, that's when I released my first record. Wow. When I was 21, I wanted to star in my own movie and that was Footloose. Wow. And you know, and like there were certain things along the way that happened and, and, and they would come to fruition. Like Amazing. it was crazy. And then I started, and then I stopped doing that because I achieved all those things and mm -hmm. I didn't have any of those. And I realized I made those up when I was a kid. Wow. And I was like, I need to be a kid again and make up some new ones. Some big dreams. Some big dreams. Yeah. You know? And like I forgot that I did that. But I they kept coming true. And so I don't have I well I do now, but I didn't have any past twenty one. And so I was like, oh, I need to get some dreams, <laughs> you know, and like, and like really visualize like when and how and where uh -huh. and like the picture of what I want. What's you know? the process of this? Do you, do you just uh, map it up in your mind? Do you draw it out? Do you write it down? How do you, um, I map process? it out in my mind because I am very visual. So like, I just see it. Um, but then, I mean, this is there something so you tell yourself or is there like, it's silly, but like every time an eyelash falls and I make a wish, uh, or like every time it's 11-11, or like I do, I like, think about I them. think about those things wow. and I like wish for it and I think about it. And I know it sounds silly and um, like, it's not magic, you know, it's sure. just, but it is. It's like, it's a reminder, like those little funny sure. wish things. But like, I'll always think about those things. I think it's brilliant because if you're not reminded to think about them, yeah. it's never gonna happen. Yeah. It's not just gonna fall in your lap. You're not gonna get yeah. the role of the next movie you mm -hmm. want because you just yeah. showed up and it just fell in your lap. Yeah. You've gotta set the intention every day. Completely. Multiple times probably. Yeah. For years. Well, and it's so funny now that you say that because even like my family has this weird thing where we always see either 11-11 or 2-11 or something 11. Same time or? And we'll always text, be like, 2-11 and like 10 will come in. You text like the photo of it? These yeah, totally. And it's like, the more you think about it, the more you're gonna see it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like before, I never would have even noticed that. But we see it all the time now. We'll go and like, we'll see a license plate that has it or like we'll go to the grocery store and our change will be something 11 and it's uh. like, because you're focused on that, like that's what you see and that's yeah. what you get. And so I feel like that's the same thing in, in life, like sure. whether it's a dream that you have or if it's a, an idea that you have, the more you think about it, the more you focus on that, the more it's gonna yeah. keep coming up. And then the other side of things, the more you focus on stress. And the negative, and yeah. drama, mm -hmm. and whatever else, anger and frustration yeah. and resentment, the more you're gonna be frustrated and resentful. Completely. Absolutely. Tell me about your brother. How much of a support has he been along this entire process from London to Dancing yeah. with the Stars to movies and singing? How big of a support has he been? Oh, huge support. And I think, you know, I, I think in even just the last few years, he's been incredible because, you know, when you're kids, we're brother and sister. So like, you're like annoying. Yeah. And yeah. like, we never really were that like annoying brother and sister with each other. but we were just kind of like, well, yeah, like we're brother and sister. We look out for each other, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like it was always that kind of good thing. But I think in the last few years as we've, as we've grown up yeah. and we've had life experiences happen, like relationships and breakups yeah. and 
you know, we're now really working together. I mean, trust me, I've learned a lot about my brother. You're like a, you're like a tour bus going <laughs> yeah. the other way, yeah. I mean, we are emerged. You're with staying each with other. him right now, or yeah. It's a lot. But, um, you know, you. I used to hold my brother on such a pedestal, and I yeah. think he did the same thing for me. Really? And we're like, okay, we are human. Mm. And we've seen a lot of each other's faults now, and like our weaknesses and stuff like that. And and you, I think it's hard because we even put our parents on a pedestal. It's all yeah, this stuff, and then, and then you see something and that disappoints you, and you're like, well, wait, you're supposed to be this person, and then, and then you're like, well, no, they're human. And like, <laughs> anyway, so my brother and I have been really, really a huge support for each other yeah. in the last few years because there have been life experiences. We have been immersed in each other's lives, and you know, there's things that. If we didn't want to work to have our relationship, we could have split us apart or yeah. like, you know, and so I think that we, he was the one that introduced me to, to going to that seminar that wow. changed my life, you know, and like, and every day we send each other these really cool little messages with all my sisters on the, on the chain and my brother will always send these really cool inspirational things and like, sure. just keeping us, I don't know, feeling good. So he's, he's, he's our brother, he's like our, He's the only boy in the family, so sure. like, he's like our, we love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like that's our great. little brother, even though he's my big brother, but he's like my sure, little brother. Sure, that's so, very cool. Yeah. What was the biggest lesson you learned while being a dancer on, on Dance with the Stars? Yeah. What's the biggest thing that opened up for you? Patience, um, for sure, because you're, you, you have to be sort of selfless when you're on that show because it's not about you. And it's about the celebrity. It's about or, the celebrity. Yeah. yeah, it's about the celebrity. Teaching and constantly, right? Teaching them, watching uh, them grow, but it's very rewarding. And I think I didn't really understand that until recently. Yeah. That like the reason why it was really fun to be selfless is the reward that you would mm. get to watch somebody grow in front of your eyes and like you know physically, uh, you know, dancing wise, but then like yeah. emotionally too and seeing them come out of their, their shell and like mm. feeling confident and sexy, like that's, I mean, I was, that was obviously Apollo coming out and feeling sexy, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but that like, that fulfillment on the other side, like, it's okay that it's not about me because yeah. it's, you know. Being in service, but, giving. Yeah, giving. And like being able to um, have a, a task and you have to fulfill it and you have mm. to, you have to um, achieve that. Otherwise, you're not going to be prepared and you're going to yeah. look silly. So I loved that. It taught me discipline for sure. I mean, I, I was taught that in England as well. But, sure. but like it taught me discipline. It taught me how to, co to commit to something and that I can't flake. Like, yeah. I have to be there. Yeah. I have to be reliable. And be prepared. And be prepared, yeah. yeah. So I loved it. Right, that's cool. And now you're judging. Yeah. <laughs> now, tell me what's the biggest lesson that you've learned being a judge, being on the other side? Yeah, biggest lesson that I've learned being, on, being a judge is that... After you've been judged for yeah, so long. That you, you want to give critiques but with an encouragement yeah. behind it because I think that there's been times where you just kind of say what you think and then you run out of time and you're not allowed to say <laughs> what you want to say for the encouraging part so you have to like for me like, I'm sorry I know and so it's it's really making sure that whenever I say what I have to say there's always something that is is a good part yeah. to it that I can always see something good in whatever that is, but but I also am not just gonna say, oh, that was great, because like that's mm. that's not helping them. That's yeah. just keeping them where they're at. So yeah. I want to be able to give some you know criticism that helps them get better for the next week. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it is. It's about being authentic, but with with a thought of encouragement. You sure. know, like so yeah. With you know, the exposure to ballroom dance mm -hmm. with Dancing with the Stars and more shows and all these dance shows coming out. And I feel like more and more parents putting their kids in dance, mm -hmm. especially in the U.S., I don't know about around the world. Yeah. What advice would you give to either parents or kids at a young age about ballroom dance, specifically yeah. going into it, knowing what you've been through? Yeah, I think that, um, wow, it's a really, it's a really difficult 
question because I went through a lot of stuff that was pretty difficult yeah. and like you know I, I've spoken out about it but you know there were there were times where I felt completely alone and like I like nobody understands me and um, like the overly sexualized type yeah. thing but I didn't understand that as a kid yeah. until now I'm an adult and I can look back and understand what it was but but those things made me a really great dancer. Yeah. So made you driven and extremely driven. Made me really passionate. Made me made me a fighter. Made me strong and all of those things. So it's hard because I'm like I I I, I would never take it back. Yeah. Because this is why I'm here. But it's a very I would never want anybody else to go through some of this of stuff. You know. So um, so for for my advice for young kids, I think it's an incredible, I think it's an incredible sport where you you learn, um, you learn how to interact with a girl or a guy, mm -hmm. I think, which is, um, which is <laughs> maybe a good thing and a bad thing. Sure. But I think, you know, like the, the gentlemanly, yeah. like feeling of taking care of a woman, I think is really, um, and escorting. Yeah, it's right? it's very prominent in yeah. that world and you know, being a female dancer definitely brings out the sensual sides, but but it's being able to balance that and being yeah. able to like that's what I do but that's not who I am kind of thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm a huge <clears throat> fan of dancers and there's all sorts of dancers. They're so, so amazing. They they're really incredible, incredible. and they it's so much about the emotion yeah. that like oh man, it like when I dance, there's not there. I mean, really, there's nothing greater than yeah. what I feel, and I'm so emerged and I'm present. It's the one time that I really truly really feel present. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm not really answering this question <laughs> at all. Um, I would just say, like, you know, give it, give it your all, and never forget why you wanted to do it. Mm. Because when you lose sight of that, then like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, why are why are you doing it? Yeah. Um, so just to keep doing it for, yeah, for the fun and the right reasons, so, yeah. That's good, good answer. I don't know. Do you feel like without struggle mm -hmm. that you would be able to have success as well? Or do you feel like because of the struggles you've been through, mm -hmm. the challenges going uh, to London, coming back, just like all the different confusing times, because of that, you are successful? Or, and if you didn't have that, would you be where you are now? For me personally, I don't know the other, so mm -hmm. where I'm at, I, I do think that that made me who I am and wow. the struggle was necessary and <clears throat> the, the drive, whether it was because I felt I needed to prove myself or, yeah. or to show how strong I was, what I've done, what I've accomplished because of what I've gone through, like that, that was something that I needed, but now I've, I don't need that anymore and so yeah. it's a different kind of drive and passion and I know others my boyfriend he didn't have struggles and he is so passionate wow. about what he does so I think in the past I would have been like yeah you know to have struggle really helps you get somewhere but I've seen the opposite wow. like somebody who is so supported so like like his family was there through and throughout like and he just was passionate and he Amazing. loved it that's great and like he wouldn't have it any other way. Like, That's great. and so y you can have it both ways. Okay. I think you just have to have that passion. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen it both ways now, That's so good. I don't That's know. <laughs> a couple questions left for you. Yeah. Um, the first one, a friend of mine asked me. He said you should. I should ask this question in my interviews from now on. So my okay. question is, and you were kind of seeding it with your how you want to be of service and give to the world mm -hmm. as opposed to get. So if you were given, if I gave you a billion dollars right now, mm -hmm. what would you do to serve the world? How oh would you gosh. accelerate your service? Wow. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of one place or one mm -hmm. community or something that I would do to give it to or something like that. But I would, I would definitely, I would definitely do something. Oh man, like I work with Kind Campaign. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And I, I love that they have it in the school now where yeah. it's an outside program type thing but you know it is it's something that people want to be a part of so i would i would want to do something where whether it's something in schools with kids about moving and and um you know because i say the, the more the way that you move directly affects the way that you feel so like 
doing some sort of activity that is is movement and and positivity and like lifting that person up so it would be something like that whether it's in schools or like opening facility like in like all around the states that had that where like people could come in and and learn how to like not rebuild their lives but like strip and 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 be their true essence so like so but like having tools and and people that also is in a fun environment so like i don't know if that made any sense but (laughs) um but yeah like if i could maybe build some sort of like facility like a like a not a dance studio but Uh, like a a wellness studio where a center where like you learn you learn life lessons and you learn like kindness and you learn this and you learn that and like because it's not about it's not about again like taking stuff away but it's how do you cure that mm. so like by being that kind of person so i don't know like you you, you stop the you stop the badness in the world by yeah. being good so i would teach people that i don't know I like or that. like get a lot of people to come and teach that <laughs> i like it bring tony in and teach it yeah exactly <laughs> i like that um one more question yeah and before I ask you the last question, I wanna, I wanna see, wh- is there anything you wanna talk about that you're up to that you're really excited about that you wanna promote out there? Where, yeah. can we, where can we find you online? How can we connect with you? How can we yeah. be a part of your, your dream? Absolutely. Well, um, the way that you can connect with me is I'm launching actually a, a blog website type, you know, I'm launching a blog. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I try to, anyway. And it's, um, it's obviously lifestyle, all the things that I'm really mm. passionate about, but it's also like a space, again, for like challenges uh-huh. that I, I want to put out in the world to, to be kind or be, you know, be loving or being grateful. And, and sure. so it's a space where um, I really want to have a community of those types of people. Are you writing and, it, or is it your content? Yeah, or? yeah. And what's and it called? So what's the it's just it? it's just my name, JulianneHuff.com. Okay, cool. So yeah. Um, so when's that coming out? It's like end of March. So All right, perfect. Yeah. So go there. Yeah, subscribe. To, yeah, and to be connected and feeling like um, we're I don't know we're in this community to get together. Mm, so I like it. Yeah, and then um, um, going back on Dancing with the Stars. Amazing. Um, Got a movie I just finished that will come out next year. Amazing. So yeah, just loving life. Subscribe to you on your website. Yeah. What are you? Are you Instagram more? Twitter, Facebook? I Instagram that connects to Twitter. Okay, cool. And Facebook actually, but I it's Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. All right, I'm a big Instagram fan too. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So make sure to go there. Um, Before I ask you the final question, I just want to again acknowledge you, Julianne, Mm -hmm. for your joy and your love. I know you have love written right there, (laughs) but it's like it it just comes across so powerfully and so gracefully. That's the word that's coming up for me. It's like graceful (laughs) in this ease. So I acknowledge you for being the light and being so joyful in the world and for bringing that energy to this interview. It's been been so much fun. So thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Final question is, what's your definition of greatness? My definition of greatness. Wow, that is a that is a tough question, yeah. but I think that um, it's kind of what I've been saying is mm. just being authentic and and um, and achieving what you feel is great, mm. not what um, not what I think the world defines as great. Um, I think that greatness is very personal. Mm. Yeah, so. I don't know, achieving greatness. I'm just thinking about my stepsister who's having a baby right now. Like, she's literally in the hospital. <laughs> like, wow. that is achieving greatness right there. Or like, um, I don't know, like, anything. This interview is greatness. It's thank the way you. that you look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Awesome. Well, Julianne, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And there you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I enjoyed interviewing Julianne. She was such a sweetheart, so lovely, and I loved her attitude of gratitude and her thought process along her entire life's journey. It's such uh, a privilege to be able to interview people like Julianne who are constantly working hard, constantly giving back, and understand the power of a team and having a powerful team around her. So, Just a great example of someone that you should really be watching, following, and emulating how she's been successful. Make sure to follow her 
everywhere online on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Check her out on Dancing with the Stars as a judge and support her tour. We'll have everything linked up at the show notes back at lewishouse.com slash 148. Also, again, make sure to head there to check out the full video interview with Julianne and also the dancing uh, of me and Julianne doing some salsa dancing as well. We'll have that linked up on there so you can check us out and give me a rating. Go ahead in the comments box of the show notes at lewishouse.com slash 148. Give me a rating, just like Julianne would rate people as a judge on the show. Uh, one through 10, how would you rate my performance of salsa with Julianne? Again, no practice, no warm up, just straight into it. So one through 10, leave a comment in the comment section at lewishouse.com slash 148. Would love to think about what you think about my skills as a salsa dancer. Uh, I was a little intimidated being with a pro like her, but hopefully I was able to keep up and make it fun. So thank you guys so much for listening. If this is your first time on this podcast, thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming and being a part of my movement. Uh, and I'm so excited for all the interviews that we have coming in the future. We've got 147 incredible guests on from the past and other interviews and episodes we've done. So make sure to check out some of those with Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield recently, Marie Forleo, a lot of incredible individuals that you can learn from. And that's my intention is to bring some of the brightest minds in the world in every industry and field possible and let you know what it what it means to be great and what it takes to achieve success and great results in your life. So thank you guys so much. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend. You can uh, message someone out via email, tweet at someone, post it on your Facebook wall. I would love all of that support. And thank you again for showing up. You guys are incredible. You're the reason why I do this each and every week and why I want to continue to bring on amazing guests. It's all because of you. So you know what time it is. It's time to go out there, guys, and do something great. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. And in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com.